Hi, I'm Ellen Horan, President and CEO of the Greater Reading Chamber of Commerce and Industry, and I'm here for this week's Member Spotlight with Liz McCauley, who is Executive Director of the Animal Rescue League. A lot of you may not know, but the Chamber has about 200 nonprofits that are members of the Chamber, and we're very happy to have them. So, Liz, thank you for joining us this week for the Spotlight. Thank you for having me, Ellen. I'm happy to be here. Now, I'm sure a lot of people probably are aware of the Animal Rescue League, but they might not be aware of the scope and breadth and size of all that you do. Most people are not. Yeah, why don't you give us a, a little bit of some background on that? Sure. Well, we've been around since 1952. We were founded by Mary Archer, who uh, was quite an interesting woman. And um, she founded the organization to save as many animals as she could. And we've been doing that ever since. Uh, we are an open shelter, which is a little bit different than some other models of shelters in, in our immediate area here, whereas we take every animal, whether it's a stray, owner surrender, we work with the municipalities to go out and pick up stray or injured animals, um, mm-hmm. and that has put a huge burden on our shelter. We take in approximately 7,000 animals every year, which is overwhelming number if you think about it, 7,000. Um, month alone, um, in the month of July, we took in 489 cats. Oh, wow. Picture that. I mean, it's, it's an overwhelming task. And yeah. we do a great job of finding homes for as many of those animals as we can. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't save them all. Some are not, not in good health condition. Um, and unfortunately, we have to make those tough calls. But every mm-hmm. animal that's healthy and happy and a good animal, we find a home for it. And I'm really proud mm-hmm. of that. Good. Now, um, you mentioned you have 7,000 in a year. Mm-hmm. How many do you have space for at any given time? Okay, we have... Approximately space for 60 dogs and about 100 cats. Okay. And with all those cats that came in this summer, we made room everywhere. We had them in our education room. We, everybody <laughs> who could take home cats took them home. We had a lot that were being bottle fed yeah. by our fosters. Oh, wow. And I want to talk a little bit about our foster program because we've revamped that a lot. And that's sure. been a huge, um, a huge saving for us. For so I assume that's a way you can accommodate more dogs or, or, or cats exactly. um, than you have space. So right. um, the foster program is something that you've... Is, is that what you um, grew out of the, what you used to call the gray muzzle? That's exactly right, yes. And I was, uh, before I started at this job, I was a gray muzzle foster for many years, mm-hmm. as you know. That's why I ended up with five dogs. But, um, <laughs> um, Hazard we, of the job yeah, exactly. or the passion. Exactly. But um, what I started to see, and, and as I got more and more involved with the organization and as I eventually became executive director, is that the program was so much more than just helping old and senior dogs. And cats, absolutely, we get those out into the to the mm-hmm. to the homes, so they're not sitting in the shelter because they usually an older dog is very stressed at the shelter. However, that program has evolved into saving all dogs and cats of all ages. Um, I fostered, mm-hmm. and you'll appreciate this because you had one, I believe. Mm-hmm. I fostered a Jack Russell Terrier a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, and. Um, I, she was only a year old. Her name was Pippa, and she mm-hmm. was cowering in the kennel, and she was shaking, and she was snarling. I'm like, you're never going to get adopted like that. <laughs> and I took her in my office. She was a different dog. I took her home. Huh. She became a wonderful dog, and she found a wonderful family that loves Jack Russell. So, yeah, um, they are adorable. They are. We saved um, several, um, two, actually two dogs with Parvo through this program, mm-hmm. um, which is a very deadly disease for puppies, and we were able mm-hmm. to quarantine them and save them. Very expensive, but we were able to do it through this program. Um, and a dog that had a major operation that they needed on its face, mm-hmm. and all are doing fantastic. Yeah. And the way we've rebranded it is, is called the ARL Angels, okay. um, rather than just the Great Muzzle. So is this an area where you're looking for some volunteers? Absolutely. We, well, we look for volunteers in every aspect of the mm-hmm. shelter because we have over 100, and... 
as you know mm-hmm. from your from the chamber, is the same situation. We couldn't do what we do without volunteers. Right. It's the most important thing. And um, we are always looking for foster families to take these animals into their homes, and we're always looking for people to come walk dogs. We're looking for folks to help us at events. Mm-hmm. Um, we never turn down help. Yeah. In fact, I remember um, when one of my daughters was in high school, she wanted to do yeah. uh, the walking the dogs or playing with the cats. They yep. also had recommended that just to come in and socialize with the cats, and that was her high school, you know, um, charitable right. work that you needed to do. It's pretty now, for you to be able to, to um, pursue this mission, um, you have operations. You need to operate like a business. You mm-hmm. need revenue. Right. Um, talk to us about your business model. Sure. Well, we, uh, probably one of the biggest misconceptions is that we get very, a very small portion of our budget from municipalities and from any kind of government funding. Very small portion. We do have a contract with the city of Reading, which is mm-hmm. probably our largest contract. But it's a, really a drop in the bucket when it, you look at overall expenses of what it takes to take care of 7,000 animals. So basically our money comes from donors, very mm-hmm. generous donors. And we've had quite a few bequests over the years that are helpful, but um, literally every month, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a struggle to, to make ends meet with our, with our shelter. But as an open shelter, we expect that. And right. we're fortunate we have very generous people here in Berks County who help us out. Right. So is that um, through your events or mm-hmm. annual giving or all everything? Of everything. <laughs> we do an annual. Um, we do an annual appeal, which is out there mm-hmm. right now with our latest newsletter. Um, we have our huge gala coming up. It's our biggest fundraiser of the year. We do a lot of fundraisers, but um, the gala is our definitely our most, um, mm-hmm. our largest and our most successful this year. It's November seventh. Okay. It's at the Crown Plaza, and we went with a really casual theme this year, which I'm really excited about. It's actually rock and country. Okay. You don't have to wear your black tie and your suits and your okay. dresses. You can wear your cowboy boots and your cowboy hat. Uh-huh. And um, we have a really great rock and country band. Uh, we have a, a bull riding machine. Um, okay. So that should be interesting. That should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, but um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we have, we're going to do country line dancing. And then, we, of course, we have our live auction and we have a lot of raffle prizes. And, and we do a, usually an appeal for one of our funds in need, which this year it's going to be the Aral Angels. Very good. So um, on an annual basis, what is it that you look to raise to be able to to keep your operations going? This particular event, we try to raise about $65,000, $70,000. Million eight as far as our budget goes. Okay. So as I mentioned, a very small portion of that budget comes from, from right. um, municipal or any kind of government funding. So we look okay. to raise a lot of money every year. And very good. We, we're we're fortunate. Very generous people support our organization, but we can always use more. Good. <laughs> so um, giving is an area where people can be uh, helpful. And the other volunteer opportunities you mentioned: uh, walking animals, mm-hmm. taking in fosters. Um, yes. Any other areas you'd like to? We have um, actually a volunteer or an ori- orientation that we just started um, mm-hmm. implementing that you can go to twice a month, and you can see that on our website, which is berksarl.org. And um, there's all sorts of opportunities listed there. I mean, we have great volunteers, events. Like I said, we do this past weekend. We had five events. We were at a car wash, and we were at a church picnic, and oh my. we were all over the place. Yeah. So, to, in order to to man those events, mm-hmm. we definitely need help. Okay. Um, and just anything that we can have you do around our organization. Ten acres, so there's a lot to do. <laughs> Great. Well, you know, I know it's a wonderful organi- organization, and like most of our nonprofits um, are, are very well run. You do have a board of directors, but um, it also takes leadership um, on the staff side. So um, what have you found to be helpful in getting acclimated to running an organization? 
Well, I think the two things that have helped me the most is, A, and most of you probably know this, I worked for the Chamber of Commerce for (laughs) quite a few years, and the contacts and the networking and the support and the education that I got working, not only working for a nonprofit, but getting to use that opportunity to be in the community and meet people in the community has been the most helpful thing. Mm -hmm. And then I also, um, which you encouraged me to do when I was at at the Chamber, just went back for my master's degree, and I graduated in May. And I think that extra education really helped me with this job as well. I don't think I would have been as well prepared if I hadn't done that. So I'm grateful for those two opportunities, the Chamber and and going back to Alvernia for my master's. Good. Well, you've... uh well earned your your spot there at the Animal Rescue League and doing a good job Um, and we're very appreciative of all the nonprofits that we have in this community it really does make our community stronger is there any last uh, words you'd like to um, get out to the Chamber (laughs) membership about the ARL? Uh, Spay and neuter your animals that's the most important thing Uh, overpopulation of the animals are by far the problem that's the biggest problem there's not enough homes for the animals that are out there so spay and neuter Um, and we are grateful for our chamber membership I'm I'm pretty sure as long as I'm there we will always be a chamber (laughs) member because I do know the benefit of it so Mm -hmm. join your chamber and take advantage of the opportunities that you have and um, that's about it very good Liz thanks very much for what you do for the community and for being here today thanks you too Mm -hmm.